Welcome to Zero Fucks Given Podcast with Paige and Chelsea, where we're going to talk about real life shit from our personal life stories to current events, pop culture. Don't forget about the dating and sex Ugh, and motherhood <laughs> and so much more. Join us as we hold nothing back and literally no topic is off limits. We will be revealing our dirty little secrets with a splash of sarcasm <laughs> and profanity maybe with the occasional guest to join in on the fun so sit back buckle up and get ready <laughs> you've been warned welcome back welcome back hey motherfuckers <laughs> listen last week was a blast i think it was um, it was so much fun people <laughs> loved it <laughs> yeah all the questions, everything was fun. Bradley's such a hoot, dude. Like his personality is just top tier. Right. I got a lot of um, feedback that it was really good, um, which kind of leaves us leads us into what I've been waiting to tell you all week because it started with, "Hey, love the podcast this week," um, and then the text messages flowed into some tea drama unexpected news being spilled listen i am always here serve it piping hot baby let's go i mean it's boiling at this point so okay first needless- who texted you so i'm not going to give out names because they asked me not <sighs> to and i'm going to respect that okay. um okay because it's just not necessary it's okay. someone who is in the TikTok community. We all know them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of a somewhat mutual person. Um, but it, it doesn't really, honestly, it doesn't matter. But to me, it's hurtful. Um, it was a little shocking. I'm glad I found out now instead of a year ago. Because a year ago today is when my ex left. A year ago today is when when Zach left. And went back to Florida to live with mommy and daddy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm glad I didn't find out when I was still in my really dark depression. Because it would have sent me over the cliff. In a dark way. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I'm. Uh, um. So, the question that I got asked was, "Whatever happened with you and that one guy?" And I was like, "Who? My most recent ex?" And it was like, "Yeah. Um. I think it was that one that was with blank and this other chick, and wasn't it?" And I was like, "What?" And I was like, never heard of her. And it was like, he, he said, uh, I don't remember his name, but he had gauges in his ears. And I was like, um, Zach. And I sent him a picture of him and he was like, yeah, yeah, that's him. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I've never heard of that person's name, but he was with this person when we met and became friends. And he was like, um, yeah, he was seeing her being the person that I knew he was with when we became friends and the person that this person knew mm-hmm. at the same time. And I was like, 
what? And he was like, what is what? And I said, are you for real being seeing two different girls? And he was like, yeah. And it was, he was trying to get back with the person he knows when he was with me. And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, it's all in the past now. And I was like, no, 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 no. I need to know for my yeah, own. It's not in the past if you bring it back up. Or just now you brought out. the past into well, the and future. So let's deal it. with it. Right. Yeah. Right. And he was like, well, we really didn't talk um, at that time. Or I would have told you then, meaning this person and me. And I was like, okay, so tell me now. And right. he was like, well, I just did. And I was like, but that's not it. Like, there's got to be more to the story, right? So right. he's like, oh, well, I'll have to go back and look at dates. But I think around April 20th. Um, I went to meet him in North Carolina on April 17th and April 18th of 2021. So I was like, um what year april 20th he was like last year i believe mm -hmm. and i was like 2020 or 2022 or 2021 and he was like i think it was when you guys first got together and he was like let me look so i was like okay he said this person got in my vehicle with me on april 19th and for the eight days that she was with me he was talking to her, trying to get her back. So the day after I left North Carolina to come home, after we became officially together, he was talking mm -hmm. to her for eight days, trying to get with her. And then less than, see, I left there on a Sunday. He drove here on a, the next Thursday. So not even an entire week later and stayed with me the entire weekend. And he was like, let me look at the messages um, and find the date that she was at my house. So I was like, all right, cool. He sends me the date, the date that this, that this person was at his house was May 15th. Me and this motherfucker were at the bar, like my hometown bar, May 15th. He had already moved into my house by May 15th. So he already lived with you, but was still mm -hmm. talking to an ex to try to get back with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know what other sound to make other than dying animal. Mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, uh, cool. I said, uh, I was like, I don't speak to him. Like, he's blocked on everything. I haven't spoke to him since. Ha, mm -hmm. guess what? May. That's that's kind of coincidental, isn't it? Um, and he was like, yeah, that's fucked up. At some point, he was texting her and was with you. And I was like, great. So he was like, please Love just that. don't say anything. I don't want to, like, get drama started. And I was like, I'm not starting drama. But I will spill the tea on my podcast because this motherfucker, I have a gut feeling listens to this podcast and if you are listening you can go get fucked um because i literally gave this man everything right. everything he knew 
every single detail about every relationship I have ever been through. Every detail. Mm -hmm. I'm talking every detail of every relationship I've ever been through. And I mean, you felt like safe with him. You opened up and you connected he with him. Yeah. Acted like he was beyond ever doing anything like any of that to me. So to now sit here and find that out is, I mean, it's fucking mind blowing for one thing, right. but it's just like, it's the mental games that are far mm -hmm. worse than any physical thing you will ever go through. Right. And like I told him the last audio message I ever sent to this man, I'm sorry, boy, child, fucking piece of shit, um, was I would rather be beat a thousand times than to have ever given you my heart. And now knowing this, I stand by that even more because that right. is the most fucked up bullshit you can ever do. And I cried when I left North Carolina after meeting him for the first time. Cause I was like, my heart is in North Carolina. I'm leaving it with you. And he cried and said the right. exact same shit to me. So to know that the next day right. he was talking to someone else, trying to be with them. I have no respect for any person male or female that can ever do some shit like that. Right. Because it's just like, and again, I'm going to use the word audacity because like, I don't know what other word to use. <laughs> it's just like, and I'm glad I found it out now and not, mm -hmm. I won't even mm -hmm. say a year ago, but like nine, 10 months ago, because right. it probably would have ended my life. That's how depressed I was. Right. Yeah. Well, I am definitely glad that it was information yeah. that came out later. Definitely when you could just process it more. It's just so frustrating. Listen, I, I understand the heart can love many people, right? And if his heart was loving multiple people, it's the game aspect behind it. That's like disgusting. Yeah. If he knew that he still loved another woman, but had feelings for you, he should have been open enough to be like, listen, I can't go, mm -hmm. I can't start something new with you until I find out that that door is completely closed because <laughs> you deserved that from him. But it's like right. the mental, it's like the manipulation and the games and the deceit beforehand. He allowed mm -hmm. you to fall for him when he wasn't, I'm not going to say he wasn't ready because he jumped into it, but like, because he, he did end up being with you, but like, obviously he wasn't fully ready. Well, and I feel like he more so pushed me into the full blown relationship aspect of it because I have been mm -hmm. saying, I want more between us for a while. Um, and he kept saying, you know, he was in this poly relationship with this girl, apparently, but she was the one who wanted it. She was the one mm -hmm. who apparently, uh, apparently, allegedly, whatever, lived at a different house with her other boyfriend in their basement. This is what I was told. Um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So if she listens to this or ever hears this, this is what I was told. Um, 
lived at her other boyfriend's house, who was a married man, lived with his wife and children in their basement. And he, meaning my ex, was the um, let's go do fun things together. And the married man that she apparently lived with was the relationship intimate side of the poly relationship part of it. He was the let's go do fun things and hang out like friends side of it, I guess. I don't understand that whole thing. But now hearing all of this and kind of looking back at everything he had told me over the the year of friendship that we had before we even dated, it makes Mm -hmm. me really question, was he the one that really wanted the poly relationship? And she was the one who was like fuck this you know i mean it's gonna make you question everything that he says now like now it's like anything it's making you look back at like different Mm -hmm. things and go "Mm, was that a lie did he manipulate that did he really Mm -hmm. love me did he really mean all the things he said and that's the um i don't believe anything that ever came out of the shit part right Nothing. Yeah, listen, like, I don't understand the whole the whole poly thing either. I don't even know how that dynamic works. I know we watch Sister Wives. I know that like that's a thing. But listen, if you touch what's mine, I'm poly going to whoop your ass. 100%. Yeah. And see, to me, I feel like the way that he explained their poly relationship was a completely different mm-hmm. thing than how sister wives right is. you know they go into this relationship right. knowing that they're going to have one husband and multiple wives it's a different religion right and lifestyle versus what he explained to me and some other people do so right it just i don't know and it's like when we did finally separate he was still living here um Mm -hmm. for maybe like a month month and a half and he slept in the living room we did not sleep in the same bed it was kind of just like he's here until he figures out where he's gonna go and at one point i had never he had always been like here's my phone he i knew his password go like it was never a thing right um and once that stopped once we split up, he was very private with his phone. And I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care because we aren't quote unquote together anymore. But it was just very weird because even when we were friends, he was always like, oh, yeah, like he would show me stuff in his phone, like through FaceTime or whatever. You know, like it was just, right. it was a his whole attitude about his phone changed. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And again, we weren't together, but he was still living in my house. I was still paying bills. He wasn't paying near the bills that he should have been paying to live in my house and us Mm -hmm. not be together. So, and and at one point I just had this, this instinct, you know, all women listening know. And I pick up his phone and I, I think it was actually unlocked because he never had it set to like lock it any certain amount of time. And I go to Snapchat because I see a name, like a Snapchat come through and a name. And I'm like, fuck is that? And I go into it and Mm -hmm. every single person on his top friends was females. And I was like, yeah, I think that's the, yeah, that's the frustrating part. Mm -hmm. Right. Did you guys break up? Yes. Did you have any? Yeah. 
and I questioned him and I was like, who are these? Who are all these people? Because we've been separated for five minutes and you're still living in my house. Right. I was like, I don't give a fuck who you talk to. That's your business. But you're still living in my fucking house. You're not going to disrespect me and talk to other females while you're still living in my mm-hmm. fucking house because I wasn't going on any websites talking to any men. I still talk to my guy friends who had been my friends mm-hmm. during, during and before our entire relationship. And he knew that coming into right. the relationship that those guys were my friends and had been my friends for multiple years beforehand. Mm-hmm. So it was no secret coming in that these are my friends. They're still going to be my friends and it is what it is. They're nothing more than that. Um, right. So when I questioned him, he, the way he tried to explain every single one of them one by one off, I was like, mm, no, I said, I don't give a fuck what you do or who you do it with, but you're not going to do it in my fucking house under the roof as my children. So if you're going to continue to do that, you can leave tonight or you can cut it off because you're in my fucking house with my children. And we just ended a one and a half year relationship less than five minutes ago. So cut it off or you can go live on the street. I don't care. And now looking back, knowing what I now know, right? I don't know that it wasn't going on the whole time. And he just hit it really well. And once we broke up, he was like, right. oh, I don't have to hide it anymore. Now I can have all these bitches as my top friends. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing. It had been different, right? Like as if these were his friends before. And you knew who these women were. Like you, you'd seen their names. You knew who they were. But the fact that like all of a sudden they just magically appeared out of thin that. air after y'all. And, it's, and, and that kind of breakup when you live with someone, it's not a normal breakup. Okay. Mm-mm. If you guys broke up and one of you moved out and he wanted to go have a hoe phase and go hook up with whatever, cool. Bye. But it is disrespectful when y'all still live together. There's still a lot of like hurt and emotion that like you mm-hmm. can't physically process because that person is still in your face 24 seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's completely, it, it is, it's, it's, it's disrespectful one, especially with you taking care of everything, like financially, like you did everything. He should have at yep. least had the respect, I think, to like leave before starting yeah. all of that. But men yeah. are dogs. Not all of them. Not all of them. But the men who no. play games like that, they're dogs, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, it's, it's just disrespect on a whole nother level. You know, it's the fact that people that know me and know our relationship knew our relationship mm-hmm. can attest to how much I put up with with him and how much I did for him and yeah he treated me really well he never was like mean or abusive or mentally really messed with my head but it's like mm-hmm. what all did he Forward. do that I didn't right that's what I'm saying up up front <sighs> He didn't mess with your head. There's two types of manipulative men. There are the men that will literally look you straight in the eye and tell you that the sky is green and down you if you disagree. But then Mm -hmm. there, and and these are the more dangerous ones, Mm -hmm. the ones that can make you feel so loved and so secure and just on cloud nine with them. Best man that I've been with. Right. And then Mm -hmm. to find out later that all of that was just this mirage that they were playing in front of you because behind the scenes they were trying to get Mm -hmm. back with exes, talking to other women, having affairs, like talk, I mean, whatever it may be like that to me is the most dangerous kind of manipulator 
male or female. Yeah, that's and, the worst kind. And it, that's and it's weird because too, like <clears throat> I don't think he's that smart. I was with this man for a year and a half, and I will tell you, up here, there's not a lot going on. And I don't say that in a mean, negative way. I li- <laughs> lived with this man for a year and a half. Like, he moved into my house after two weeks. And this was not what mm-hmm. I wanted. And and anybody that knows me will tell you, he. I wanted to do the long distance back and forth. I wanted to do, we lived five hours apart. We met on TikTok. I wanted to do that for a while, but again, he came, he came up here and he stayed for a couple, couple of days and it was like, okay, when are you going back to North Carolina? And it was like, oh, well, I don't know. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. And then I was like, when are you going back to North Carolina? And it was again, um, well, so the girl that, um, I was with her mom pays rent on that house that we were, that I was living in. And so now that I've been up here with you, they don't really want me to come back. And my parents are all the way in Florida and my Jeep just won't make it all the way to Florida because it was a piece of shit. So it was like, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Part of the so, manipulation. Yes. Yeah. And at the time I didn't see what was happening right in front of me until it was like he was here for a month. Yeah. And then it was like, well, we never do time, when we're in love. Yeah. And by that time, mm-hmm. my kids loved him. And my oldest doesn't attach to men easily. Mm-hmm. And he clung to him like glue so quickly. And I was like, this is not normal. Right. So that made it harder, too. And then my kids were like, well, mom, just let him live here. And I was like, um, oh, well. Well, and I mean, at that point, listen, at that point, you're super happy. And mm-hmm. you're in love. And you're mm-hmm. like... I mean, especially after being single and having your heart broken, that love feeling again is so fulfilling, right? Mm -hmm. So to have that in someone that like, I'm sure at that time you're like, oh, he wants to stay with me. He wants to be with, he wants to move in and make a family and us have this life together. Like that's a euphoric feeling. I don't look at that and the decision you made then at that time, like I would have completely understood because I've done it. I've done it. I think we all have. But now- Right. But I think now looking back, we're both like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Why didn't you see the signs? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I look back, I look back with my ex. Yeah. I look back with my ex Corey and we literally did the same thing within mm-hmm. two weeks of seeing one another. He was moved in. That yeah. was it. We were splitting bills. We were living life. We were grocery shopping. Like we had been married for five years. You know what I mean? Like it just, <laughs> and now looking back at it, I'm like, had I just been patient and f- not allowed, because it was more his idea too, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm just as guilty because I was like, sure, mm-hmm. yeah, move in. I'll clear out some drawers for you. R- literally. Yeah. And half the closet. And now I yeah. look back. Right. And now I look back and I'm like, you put in so much effort to create this life for this man to move in and like be with you. Mm-hmm. And had you just been patient and probably waited like 30 days, you would have seen an entire different side of him that would have made me go, oh, hell Mm-mm. no, hell no, 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 no. You know, yeah. but then there I no, was stuck in this almost two year long relationship, you know? Yeah, right. It's just not stuck. I, I can't say I, I was honestly... stuck because I chose to say. <sighs> yeah, no. But once you get to the that point, it's like. 
then you're in this i love him but i hate him he's really great but he sucks maybe it'll work it really shouldn't work it's that whole i yeah i know but i well, hope and, he and hears my, this honestly my yeah no go ahead no, sorry. I was saying my dynamic was even different too, because like the beginning of the relationship, I, I guess I can't even say had I waited 30 days, I would have known because to be honest with you, the first six months of him living with me was fan fucking tastic. It wasn't until the alcohol and drugs set in. And then I spent the next 13 months, you know what I mean? Chasing and trying to save an addict you know, yeah. and at that point, I that guilt feeling set in where I was like, if I leave him, he'll die. If I leave him, he'll run off and I'll get a phone call in the middle of the night that they found his body. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. say that I was stuck because I chose. I chose to stay in that. I chose to be an enabler until it just became too much and I had to choose myself, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know about that, too. I mean, I've dealt with that, too, with with the one that's in prison and but mine wasn't right. a a love of a relationship in your sense. Mine was a, a friendship love thing. So that I get to. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I hope he hears this. And I hope he feels like the absolute biggest piece of shit on the face of the planet. And if he doesn't, I want him to know he is the biggest piece of shit on the face of the planet. Because he sold me on something that was amazing and to now know what he was doing in the beginning possibly the whole time and I'm 100% sure at the end he can quite literally fuck off in all of the ways possible and what I said to him in the last message I ever sent to him I mean more now than I ever meant back in May and I'm just gonna leave it at yeah. that You've been caught, homeboy. So, yep. so you You've can go manipulate and love your somebody else. Tea is exposed. Your drama is all out there. And for anyone listening, his name is Zach Rubin. He lives in North Carolina. On TikTok, he's Just known as case. Valhalla Soldier. So there's that. <laughs> okay, but we're not condoning uh-huh. anyone reaching out. Uh, speaking uh, of... Um, exes that we were just talking about my Mm -hmm. most recent one that I've talked about the most the one that I just talked about um Mm -hmm. has finally been released from prison and uh no contact I should say yet yes listen nothing yet um right I did get a message I don't know if I said this on the podcast but I did get a message from his mom um, letting me know, she, like this was maybe a week or two ago. And she was letting me know that she was on the phone with him, asked if I had a message for him and let me know that he wanted, he wanted her, he wanted his mother to ask me, um, what the plan was when he got out. So I don't know yeah. what planet of Delulu he lives on because when mm-hmm. I ended things, I ended it pretty crisp and clean. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very hopeful that he's just so excited to be out and start his life all over that he'll just leave me in the past where I belong. Yeah. Um, but the little bit of anxiety that I've been writing on the last like three days is telling me he's going to reach out at some point or another. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. it's just, it's going to suck because like I told you before, like it's going to be like, I already broke up with him. The relationship already yeah. ended. I've already moved forward and, you know, gone through my healing. Um, but I feel like the delusion that he has that once he gets out, he can come back in mm -hmm. and just, oh, I, I can prove to her. All right. I have to do is get in there and I'll be able to rein her back in. You know, I'll be able to rein her back in and have her. And um, I am just anxious to have the conversation where I almost feel like I'm going to have to do a second breakup. Like I'm going to have to confirm to him again, like, no, uh, we're not together. We haven't been together. When I told you I was done, I was done. It doesn't matter where you are, whether you're locked up or at home, you and I have no future together. So I think that that's where like, I'm just, uh, just a little bit of anxiety, not like too crazy, not enough to like bum me out or like put me in a weird mood, but just enough to like keep me on my toes. Like anytime I see my phone light up, I'm immediately like, yeah. what? Who's, oh, okay. It's just, it's just snap or it's mm -hmm. just a text or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. I know exactly how that feels. Before I reconnected with Sean, who's in prison, it was the same for me because he would call me every like six months or send me a letter or whatever. And it was like around yeah. certain holidays or birthdays, I got really, ang I got really anxious and a lot of anxiety because I was like, he's going to call. It's, it's my birthday. My birthday's mm -hmm. in a couple of days, a couple of days after my birthday, he's going to call uh christmas around christmas right. it was like he's gonna reach out because it was just those known days is when he would always reach out or like around his birthday you know he would try to reach out to see if i would pick up so i get that feeling it's it's very annoying but so far um i do have so hopefully he doesn't thank god yeah no thank god um on another note, though, I do have something that I haven't even brought up to you at all, um, and we can definitely talk about it here. Um, I've had a little bit of TikTok drama happen. Um, so as you know, like I am in a group of people on TikTok that I'm really close with and we game together mm -hmm. and like, you know, all that mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. in that group came a man and we will call him I'm going to call him Papa Smurf okay because he looks I'm you're a Christian woman be nice Chelsea I'm going to call him Papa Smurf um okay does he have blue hair page hair? what color hair do they have no he's he just has a big white beard like Papa oh, Smurf okay. um He's probably about the same age as Papa Smurf. Okay. Um, okay. You actually know this person. He has left multiple comments giving feedback about the podcast. Um, do you remember the person who made the comment saying like, oh, great podcast. I don't watch the housewives, but blah, 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 blah. I don't watch Housewives of wherever. I remember the comment. Yeah, but I don't know who it was. Okay. So this uh, Papa Smurf character, what we'll call him, um, he was part of the gaming group, was like intertwined with kind of my whole friend circle. Uh-huh. That'd be him. Okay. So with that being said, with that being said, 
Um, the time frame that everyone gets to get on in game is like such different times, right? Most of my friends, because we are um, younger, <laughs> we get on later at night. Now, when I get home from work, none of them are available. Usually people are still working or dealing with family stuff. Um, this, this man um, was available, even though he does have uh, a wife and children. That was his time available to game. So he and I would get on and game together. Naturally, when gaming, especially with headsets on, there's a lot of conversation that goes back and forth right? Mm -hmm. We talk about our personal lives. Like he, you know, he started having a hard time in his marriage. So he starts like venting to me and there I am giving him advice. Like, have you taken her on dates? When's the last time you bought her flowers? Have you tried this? Do you communicate? Like I'm just being me. I'm being friendly and I'm being helpful and I'm being whatever. But mm -hmm. I guess in the mix of all of it, <laughs> he somehow took my friendliness as flirting oh, and no. Mm hmm. And he started making like um, some inappropriate, like sexual comments. And I ignored them at first, just thinking he would stop. And then he continued. And I finally told him like, I was like, hey, I was like, that's I was like, stop it. I was like, I'm done. I was like, inappropriate, you know, and he did mm -hmm. stop for like a day or two. And then he started to get really possessive. If I would leave him to go get mind you, I had just gamed with him for like an hour and a half, two hours. And if I would leave him and go game with other people, it was literally like this guilt trip um, or he would start talking shit about those people kind of or um, intentionally get into these other friends' lives. And, almost, and he admitted to antagonizing them on purpose because he thought it was funny and he knew that it would get under their skin. And so I started to create space and not respond to him. Uh, finally we got into a game, four of us, me, Papa Smurf and two mutual friends, but more my friends. <clears throat> and in this game, he continued to make inappropriate comments. Um, if I ran by anyone else's character, he literally would start like yelling and cursing and he'd be like, Oh, there you go again, going after that motherfucker. Just fuck me. Right. Leave me behind. And I'm like, we all need to run that way. Like you should, you should probably start <laughs> running so we can like the, the point like, we, bro, we the play Fortnite. And if you know, run that way. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The point we play Fortnite and the point of Fortnite is it's a large map where the circle gets smaller and smaller and smaller and it moves. So you mm -hmm. have like a minute and a half to get from where you are to wherever the next circle is. Right. So like, of course, I'm running the same direction as the other people because we're all <laughs> running towards the same goal. But instead oh, oh. it was, you know, just petty. Again, this man is very easily in his mid fifties. I could be wrong. He could be younger and just look older, but by the looks of him, the man looks in his mid fifties. He looks um, older in my he opinion. He looks like my dad. He does look older. I'm being very polite by saying fit mid fifties. Um, Chelsea, this is so. Then again, he would try to make. I know, but it's I. Let me. This has blown up so out of so. So anyway, so hold on. Let me not get ahead. Uh, so after this game and the comments and the way he treated my friends in this game and the way he would talk to them and make them feel for even like being near me, uh, that mm -hmm. was my final straw. I got off the game. I sent him a very long message. I mean, being an adult, listen, I'm not just going to ghost you and disappear. I'm going to let you know where you fucked up. 
So I yeah. sent him a very long message explaining, this is what you did. This is why I didn't like it. And because of the way that you acted and because of the comments you made, I no longer want any part of this friendship. I will be blocking you. Um, please respect my space and don't reach out to me. And then boom, I blocked him on everything. Uh, I thought that that was it, right? I thought, I mean, I'm a grown adult, so he must be like a way ass grown adult. You know what I mean? Like I thought that was good enough. Um, apparently he had caught more, um, I'm not going to say feelings, you know, but like obviously some kind of emotional attachment he had created with me and like a dependency on me because the very next day I had multiple people reach out to me because Papa Smurf had reached out to them and literally left them voice messages of him sobbing, sobbing, crying, talking about, you know, I haven't cried this much since my dad died. I feel awful. I know, again, him admitting to what he did. He knows what he did. He knows that his comments were out of line and inappropriate. And he knows that he didn't listen when I warned him to stop. And so crying, literally crying to my friends. Um, there are some friends he wrote paragraphs to every single day and they, they have at least eight messages they haven't even responded to. Can I say one word? Absolutely. Narcissist. Oh, honey, yes. And listen, and I have not been one to throw that word around. I am not a doctor. I don't want to diagnose either. it. That is, that is not my thing. But this man, even my mother has been here, by the way, this last entire week, and we'll get into that in a second. So yeah. my mother has watched all of this unfold. And even she is like looking up information and comparing his behavior to like traits of a narcissist. And she's like, Chelsea, mm -hmm. this man is a predator. So That's, with all that being yeah. said, I had multiple, yeah, I had multiple friends reach out and they're like, what the fuck is happening? And I'm like, oh my God, like I didn't want this to become some big public thing. I didn't want this to become this mess. I tried to handle it with you one-on-one -on -one privately. And now you like are making adult. it this big public, right. And you have made it like this big public outcry. I mean, for what sympathy for people to, are you trying, like, are you victimizing yourself so that people will feel mm -hmm. bad for you? I just don't understand. We literally gamed together. Do we need to do say? this? Oh. On, on the other one. I mean, listen, you absolutely can. Either way, I mean, he can listen to this on Spotify and I'm sure that he will because it's his last chance to hear my voice. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, we can block there too because we don't need that. Because if he hears this and then yeah. he's there to make comments, we're not, I'm not. Mm -mm. So, yeah, no, done. we can absolutely, Bye. you can, yeah, we can block Bye -bye. it and let it be done. But, um, with that being said, I had multiple friends reach out to me and they're like, and I, and I, and I was so like upfront with them. Like I told them, I don't mm -hmm. need you to block him. Cause at this point it hadn't yeah. really like blown up. Right. And I'm like, he's just, mm -hmm. he's obviously really hurt. I'm not going to blame him for feeling what he feels. It's kind of outrageous because we've only known each other for like two and a half, three weeks as mm -hmm. friends. So it's very mind blowing that he's like this affected by it. But I was like, obviously he needs a friend. Don't block him. I was like, but the only thing that I ask um, is that my name not become a topic of conversation. And my friends absolutely respected that. Um, in the meantime, 
he continued reaching out to people. He continued trying to play the pity me, you know? Um, and then I had a, I had another woman on TikTok that is kind of in the friend group, but she's a little more, she's not as involved as a lot of us are. And Mm -hmm. she kind of reached out to me, like asking kind of what was going on only because Papa Smurf is now Mm -hmm. in her DMs and commenting on her TikTok videos, making comments about her appearance and how beautiful she is and the leaving the little like winking smirky faces on her videos. Um, And her man, her man was not very happy about it. And so she just wanted to reach out to me because, I mean, obviously that gut feeling, right? Like you said, she trusted Mm -hmm. her gut feeling and she reached out to me. And then to find out from her, another girl had reached out to her for almost the same thing. But that other girl, it was very innocent. He hadn't said anything. He hadn't crossed any lines yet. But um, we screenshotted and compared all of the conversations and they Mm -hmm. all have the same like outline. The way he asks things, the way he says things, it's, it's, it's his, it's his game and he's mastered it. And that's the only reason I call it like predator behavior because you do the same thing with all of these girls. It's the conversations start the same way and they obviously end the same way because I found out (laughs) from yet again, another female that was actually before me. And she was reading the conversations between us. And she's like, that's exactly how he would talk to me. And I just had to, I had to step away. I had to create space. I, you know what I mean? Whatever. That this person. This is is an absolute. Yes. This is an absolute, mind you, married with children. Okay. But this is an absolute pattern. It's an absolute pattern that he has started and has just blown it into this thing where all my friends now are not upset with me. No one is annoyed with me. Everyone knows. Like, first off, if you look at this man, you know, and if you look at my type of man, again, in my age bracket, uh, (laughs) you know Mm. that that would never happen. I would have never flirted with this man ever. I thought because he was such an old, respectable man that it was a safe place for me to game with someone who wouldn't hit on me like that. Um, And I've now made been made very aware that the gaming community can kind of sometimes, not every man, but it can kind of get like that with female gamers. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to just always kind of be aware of that now. and, And I am aware now, but my friends are annoyed. My friends are done. Now they're all blocking him because they're done with his shit. So what does the narcissist do? He searches out for whoever's left and starts crying over the fact that everyone's blocking him and he's lost all of his friends and blah, blah, blah. Um, find the new group and of his friends most- and do the same thing. Uh, oh, ab- this is his pattern. And I've now come to find out this isn't his first TikTok account. So apparently he's already had, um, yeah, there's been a whole other group of people that like came after him and blocked him. Um, so pretty sure this is, again, this is his pattern. This is his MO. This is what he does. Um, so it's been absolutely kind of crazy this last week, just dealing with all of that. Yeah. But in the midst of my mother being here. You know? And I was going to say, that sucks to have to deal with all of that while your mom has been there, who you haven't seen in almost, what, two years, a year and a, a year half? and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just unfortunate. And while you were talking, I went to our uh, 
Instagram page and he's there too. So he's getting blocked there as well because I'm not going to have someone like that viewing our stuff and allow I sure did not anything. even think about him on mm-hmm. Instagram. I need to go block him there yeah. too. Because he was following me on TikTok and I just blocked him because I'm not going to allow mm-hmm. someone like that access to me um, on TikTok because I have my, I mean, I don't have a lot of videos of my kids on there, but I have some and anything right. when, with that kind of behavior just creeps me out. Granted, yes, my TikTok is public. Yes, I have some videos of my kids. Yes, I'm sure there's, it's open to God knows what kind of weirdos, but to know that that person could potentially be something like that. Mm-mm. Nope. You're gone. Goodbye. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, and it's, it's really, really hard too, because before I saw this whole side of him, like he was like a really sweet person, but now I look back and I'm like, are you mm-hmm. an actual sweet person? Or was that all just part of the game? Was that part of the charade you that you had to perfect? put on to get me to trust you? Right. Yeah, you know, no. so, so it's just been crazy. But yeah, other than that, my mom being here was great. Like I took her back to the airport this morning and I bawled my freaking eyeballs out. Um, I'm sure. I'm very, cl- I'm very close with her. I mean, we FaceTime at least once every other day. Um, mm-hmm. So it was hard to say goodbye, but it was so nice to just like have her here and um, to have her see my home and like what I've done yeah. for myself you know, since moving here. And like, she just kept saying it. She'd like walk by something and she would just like touch and she'd be like, I'm just so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, Chelsea. It's so beautiful here. And it's like, and it's not that I care about what it looks like, but it's like, I finally feel full knowing that my mother's like proud of me, proud of what she raised and proud of where I Mm -hmm. am now. So that's been like great. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering how that that, That's kind of my own. It was so good, but it was so busy. I mean, we went everywhere. I took her to um, the Cleveland Playhouse, like in the middle of the intersection. There is um, a huge chandelier, like huge, takes up the whole intersection. Um, Wow. Oops. Um, We went to different parks, took her to go see the rest of downtown. We went and had a bunch of fun little restaurants. We went and had dinner with my bosses and got to hang out with them, like, uh, I took her through the Metro parks, which is all like, it's just windy roads through the hills and the trees like canopy over the middle of the road. And the, oh, all the trees fun. are like starting. It's so beautiful. And there's like little creeks and rivers and um, the trees are all changing color. And, you know, in Texas, we don't really get fall, right? Like as yeah. soon as the leaves change color, the trees die. <laughs> they all just fall. Mm-hmm. But like the colors are changing here. So, I mean, it was fun. It was a really fun week with her. And um, I think next time I will go down there just so I can see everyone. Um, but I mean, other yeah. than that, that's kind of my own, that's all my like personal life updates. I think in a week's time, isn't that crazy? We just recorded a week ago. <laughs> There's like right, literally all of this. I know. Yeah. I mean, we both had some shocking info thrown at us in the last week, but I mean, yeah. I'm, again, I'm glad mine happened now instead of earlier right. on in the end of our relationship you know because i i don't think i could have handled it um you're much stronger all. now to be able yeah <laughs> yeah i had about a five minute cry when when the when the conversation with who told me ended at my desk at work and i was just like how the fuck why the fuck who the fuck do you think you are and like mm-hmm. all of the what you know all the what the fucks 
And I pulled myself together and I was like, all right, we're, it is what it is. And, um, <laughs> I'm not shocked to be honest, but fuck him. Fuck you. If you're listening, um, I'm going to say it as much as I can, but <laughs> cause as crazy as it was though, do you almost feel like with as much like even in that five minutes of hurt, when you kind of finally like brought yourself back together, wasn't there kind of like a moment where you just felt like I made the right choice? I'm yeah. so glad that I'm not with him. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so glad that there was, this was almost like, maybe and that's a way if you don't see it that way, maybe that is a way that you can like look at it. Like yeah. this was the confirmation I needed to know that I made mm-hmm. the right choice. And even though I struggled mentally afterwards, leaving mm-hmm. him was still the absolute right choice. Yeah, this this wasn't even remotely close to the confirmation I needed to know that I made the right choice. I had that confirmation a long time ago, but this was just another like, got it, good, cool thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. yeah, no. Um, moving <laughs> on in the other huge news of the world this past week that I think everyone is already over and sick of fucking hearing, but we're going to talk about it because this is what we do. Fucking Travis Kelsey and fucking Taylor Swift. Okay. Mm -hmm. First of all, let me just say she stole my man. She stole America's man. (laughs) I think. Um, But I'm so over it already, but I know I feel like we should talk about it because everybody is. Um, I'm like, my TikTok has been nothing. But Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. My Facebook has been nothing but Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. and Taylor Swift. It's everywhere. And listen, I don't <laughs> I don't hate Taylor Swift. I don't love Taylor Swift. I've never been a I'm not a Swifty for sure. Right. Yeah. I'm not a Swifty, but I don't hate her. Um and do I think they look cute together? Meh. I can yes or no. Um, do I think she kind of deserves to go out of her norm? Yes, because clearly her norm isn't working for her. But does she have to take America's man, like the football man (laughs) of like all football men? Come on. But listen, the toxic side of me, right? I love him enough. (laughs) I love Travis enough. That if he does have to be in a relationship with anyone else but me, he's going to be in the celebrity world, right? Of all the women out there, I do feel like she's probably the, like, safe bet. I think she is a a loyal girl. She has the down-home, like, southern hospitality. I think her manners are on point. Mm. I think she looks like... I mean, he's from Ohio, right? She doesn't look like a Hollywood celebrity, glam, plastic, fake, whatever. Yeah. And I feel like that's the type of girl that he needs to be with is that like that down home kind of girl. And I feel like with her, he would probably get that. Cause when you look at his exes, they're all very like over the top, heavy makeup, fake hair, fake boobs, fake, butt. like, you know what I mean? Like they're just like overly celebrity looking Mm -hmm. so yeah again if it's not if it's not me and it has to be a celebrity right no just me (laughs) just me (laughs) you said you would take either of the kelsey brothers okay so you can have jason i would i'll take he's married (laughs) 
Well, okay, but but again, okay, fun. there. Literally, it just proved my point right there. I don't know why I didn't think about this. Again, they're from Ohio. And when you look at the typical type of woman in Ohio, look mm-hmm. at look at his brother's wife. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. thin, very natural they met looking. On Tinder too. Very right. Very blonde. Right. While he was and when you in look the at NFL, might I add. listen, if there is so any if there is any Tinder. reason. <laughs> listen, I already gave up. I already deleted that app weeks ago, but if there I'm is one thing Tinder. to make me redown, <laughs> if there's I'm anything to make me redownload it, right. yeah, how many people can say that? Yeah, if well, there's one thing to make me redownload Tinder, it would definitely be that like my NFL husband is somewhere right. just floating around with I a know. selfie on the sidelines, you know? Listen, and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle met <laughs> on instagram dm like she slid into his right. dms on instagram and i'm like are you fucking kidding me how can i not i'm get just that gonna lucky? start writing i'm gonna go start all writing all my celebrity crushes right I'm just at this point DMing i'll just take them. whoever baits listen <laughs> whoever takes it. the bait right <laughs> is what it is but, but but i think it does have a lot to say if you look at his brother's type it's easy mm-hmm. to see why he would kind of fall for that same look because again that's just like yeah. a, they're just very down home kind of guys. And so it would make mm-hmm. sense that they kind of go after that kind of look. Because even though yeah. Taylor Swift is a celebrity, I feel like she is more on the humble side of it. Yeah. I don't know. It just, to me, like, I, I just see it going up in flames. I just, that's my gut And if, it, if that's the intuition. case. <laughs> If that's the case, there's going to be a, I'm telling you, a hell of a playlist coming out after that. I want to see how many different rhymes she can rhyme with interception. Okay. Or Or quarterback or yeah, whatever, whatever football synonyms she can like throw in there, you know, we'll see. Or chiefs. Listen, and I really wanted right. to go to a Chiefs game this year. Like, I, I are, listen, before this even became a thing, I looked we have talked to about, see mm-hmm. if they were coming to play the Bengals here, like in Cincinnati, because I was going to take my ass to Cincinnati to watch them play the Bengals. But sadly, they weren't. The Bengals are going to Kansas City. So I yeah. can't, it's, listen, though, it's only a seven hour drive to Kansas City. And I went <laughs> further than seven hours for a short weekend trip to see certain people. I mean, have you seen the TikTok? Have you seen the TikTok clip where he's looking up at her in the box? And how have I every video, every video is like, I just want to find a man that looks at me the way Travis looks at Taylor. And I'm like, Oh, he just looks so cute. How do we know that he was looking at her? Like he could have just, I don't know. I just, I want my lifetime Whatever. brain to think and imagine. Just let my Disney fairy tale princess stuff live out. I don't want a lifetime movie. I'm going to end up murdered because some crazy fucking <laughs> nanny lady. Oh, the nanny, Hallmark. You, Hallmark. The nanny is going to kill me. Because <laughs> she's going to end up. For my man? Of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and I'm to say Hallmark. But... Lifetime is drama. Hallmark is all the love sappy shit. Just let me yeah. with my Disney princess imagination stories here my fairy tales god imagination stories where did that come from I meant to say fairy tales i don't know where imagination stories came from listen mine are imaginary at this point because i don't think they're ever gonna happen 
Not as long as all Swift just, is around. They're all just up here in my head, floating around. Um, it's what else did I have written down to talk about? I had a lot. I started watching Love Is Blind, which you were like ah, about because I was like, I'm never I do. gonna watch I love. that. So I started. I started with the current season, but then I realized that. Um, they only had like four episodes out and I couldn't finish it. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, fuck this. So then I went back and right. I started season one and I just finished season one. And ugh, motherfuckers are crazy. I so just... looking back on it, I did watch all the seasons, but okay. I feel like I watched so many different shows that I just, I get yeah. lost. I haven't, I, I, I haven't refreshed in any of that. Mm. So like, yeah, all I remember is, I mean, I was hooked to the show, so it had to be naturally full of chaos and drama and love and heartbreak for me to be interested in watching every single season. Yeah. Um, the other big thing I wrote down for this week that was in the news was, um, Gypsy Blanchard, the one that killed her mom because she was like, Oh yeah. Um what is it? Her mother was faking all these her diseases sick, and yeah. sicknesses, right? Yeah. Even tricking um, her. Like she was tricking her daughter. She was like manipulating her mind to even think mm-hmm. she was in the beginning. And right. it wasn't until so Gypsy started mm-hmm. realizing like oh, I can, I can drink soda. I can walk. Right. I can do all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Munchausen by proxy is what it's called. Oh, there we go. Yes. Um, she's being released early from prison. Mm-hmm. She's getting out at the end of this year. So I mean, I thought that was like big news because they had a whole um, Hulu series about her that they did. Yes. And it was good. It was good. I watched it. Me and Fuckface yeah. watched it. So, I mean, I'm sure everyone like knows the story about her, but it's the mother that made her think that she was sick and like was faking mm-hmm. to the whole world even got like um the the make a, a wish foundation yeah they got, they got habitat for humanity to make a house mm-hmm. for them to build a house for them it was yep. like this crazy thing but like she could never come up with like the medical record she was like doctor hopping um and yeah. once they gypsy kind of realized they moved states yeah. i believe um and then she ended up with a Gypsy's mom ended up with a computer and then she would sneak on it in like the middle of the night and she started talking mm-hmm. to this um this boy. I think he was a few years older than her, but not like way mm-hmm. older, just a couple of years older than her. And she ended up like sneaking out to meet him. Long story short, they ended up falling in love and all that, you know, things. What she thought was love. I mean, she'd never like socialized with people really other than what well yeah because her her mom mom would keep her very hush hush yeah i think she even homeschooled her um Mm -hmm. but long story short was she convinced this boy to help her kill her mom and they stabbed her mom like i don't even know how many times i didn't look it up for this but stabbed her multiple times and then went on the run they ended up getting caught and um both were sentenced to like crazy um amounts of time in prison 
I, I don't know what his deal is, how long he's going to be in there. I think he's still in there. But I know he got more time than her, I think. Like I said, well, because I he actually committed the crime. Mm-hmm. And I think she just yeah. got charged for like, um, like higher sale. Like that. Yeah. 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 But I mean, but, I mean her mental time, state in all those years. Mm-hmm. She was like a, you know, in a like, very childlike mental state. Right. Because her mother never allowed her to like mature her emotions, her mm-hmm. feelings, her thoughts, her yeah. education, anything. So like, yeah. obviously she knows what she did was wrong because she knew to like run from the police. Right. So like, mm-hmm. yes, partially, but uh, I just feel like, did she really think that that was her only way out? Did she not realize that she once did. she turned 18, right. That once you turn 18, you could literally just leave, you know? So know. that's what's hard for me. Cause her- I don't know enough about it. Yeah, just from, I think I watched a couple things other than, like, the the TV show they made. I think I did watch a couple documentaries about it, because I'm just into that Mm -hmm. shit. But I think she really did think that she was never going to get it. Because, again, she was, like, I want to say she was 16 when it happened. Again, I didn't look anything up. I should have. Um, But I want to say she was around 15, 16, maybe 17 when it actually happened. Right. When she, you know, when they killed her mom. Um, but I think her mental state, even though her age was 16, 17 ish, she was probably had the mental state of like a 10, 11 year old. You know, like she knew she was doing something wrong. But. Um, so what I just looked up right here. Uh-huh. Um, so she looks young because her mother would lie about her age. Yeah, I knew that too. So she yeah. was, she wasn't, so Gypsy really didn't have any idea how old she actually was. Yeah, um, I remember that. And when, when she, when she met the the boyfriend, she mm-hmm. was actually 21 years old. <gasps> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But so, she thought she was like 16. She thought she was younger. Yes. Yeah. But I'm I'm sure her mental state was still way younger than what she was oh Um, for sure for sure and i think she saw that as her only way out just from what i've Mm -hmm. watched about it right um and i do feel really horrible for her in the whole grand scheme of it all do i think she Mm -hmm. deserved as much jail time as she got no i don't because she was the victim in my opinion yeah Mm -hmm. they killed her mom of course her mom is a victim right but she was also a victim. She didn't deserve to go to prison. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I felt like she should have went into some sort of very intensive rehabilitation. Rehabilitation. Yeah. Center. Yeah. Because help her get her caught been, up mentally, emotionally. She yeah. had lied to her entire life. She mm-hmm. knew nothing but wrong, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, she had never been taught anything correctly. I mean, overall she had been taught to lie and deceive and mistreat and just all wrong from day one so to send her and the levels of abuse right the levels of of abuse that come with that her mother would Mm -hmm. starve her so that she would look scrawny and skinny and sick you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like there's so much that goes into that and let's not only right and then to talk about the if you're not getting the proper like nutrients and things to your body, that's going to start eating away at your brain too. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 
it's you're you're just not going to be able to develop fully if you don't have all that so yeah yeah, i i agree with you i don't think jail time was the best thing i think some kind of permanent i mean jail like structure where she can't leave she can't go home she can't whatever but like something to just get her caught up mentally emotionally like to even see if she's like (sighs) just capable of being aware of what it truly is like to be an adult right and i think and to not want to kill someone again who upsets her yeah i think she should have went under undergone like extreme like psychiatric evaluation and Mm -hmm. you know once everything was like you know she's good she can function in society she's not going to harm people she's not going to harm herself like all those things were covered then let her be but to put her in right. jail and lock her away like a criminal, I never agreed with that. But I mean, at the same time, going into it, don't you think they probably did those psyche vows? And I mean, those were probably professionals that were like, she's absolutely sound enough is to so stand for up. I know, but it was such a public case. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel don't like think they did. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. I, I'm really gonna, don't. I want to look into it now and yeah. see what I can We're find. Have to on get that. all our facts straight, Chelsea. <laughs> I know. Here we are again. I Ashton know. Kutcher 2.0. I know. Listen, I just saw that she was being released, and I was like, "Ooh, we should talk about that." But I didn't think to get the facts straight. But whatever. Um, I didn't think about it either. Well, you didn't know I was going to bring it up, so fine we'll we'll update y'all next week we'll be to be continued with the gypsy story yeah and i mean other than that like we haven't talked about our shows really in the last couple weeks but like to be honest with you not a whole lot has happened either either series that we real housewives of orange county and um sister biggest thing that happened i feel like they're just stretching yeah biggest thing for me that happened on the real housewives was vicky was on the last couple episodes because of mexico mm-hmm. and like the trace amigas mm-hmm. were back in mexico together which i thought was funny right um and then tamra's just being a straight fucking bitch the way but heather like, put it was literally perfect the head cheerleaders came back into play mean girls mm-hmm. have come into play and that's, they just, they wear that crown proudly. And it's so sad because I used to love Tamara and now she's just like too. ugly. You're she's just so ugly mean now. and hateful. And mm-hmm. again, it's like you turn into a nasty person when you're not happy in your own life. And I see it because of cut fitness closing and she's not really knowing where to take her life now that she doesn't have the gym in her own business. So she's being right. outwardly nasty to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I see. Because when she had her gym and her and Eddie. She had purpose. She had something to. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie. Mm-hmm. She had purpose. She had something to designate all of her energy into. Now she's just like this, which I think she does have other businesses, but I think they're already so like established. It's not really like hands on, you know, so she mm-hmm. doesn't have to put a lot of effort into it. So yeah. now she does. She's just the nosy housewife that sits at home and like talks shit about everyone else. Yeah, and it's it's not a good look. And then mm-hmm. the way that they came after Heather in Mexico was like, whoa! I wanted um, to fight them because you know that I love Heather. <laughs> you know that I, I love her, do. and I was just 
Oh, I know. I just wanted to there give her a, a hug. I bet she feels rich. Though, where I was like, okay, Heather, shut up. Like, you're being a little bit whiny, but mm-hmm. at the same but time. But I can understand I, that the whole circle was going against her. Like, that's mm-hmm. such a, yeah. that's a shitty feeling. Yeah. But, I mean, she was upset and whiny about it and expressive. Like, I'm telling you, like, I really just wanted to, like, hug her through the screen. And I bet she feels so rich. I bet when you hug her, she just feels like money. <laughs> she just smells like money. I just, mm. I have my eyes closed right now and I'm air hugging the air because I just, I feel like, you know. Right. And she's so skinny. I feel like I could just, ah, listen, just wrap my little should, arms around we her. We should reach, we should both reach out to Heather and be like, do you want to be on our podcast? That would be our celebrity like crush to get on our podcast. Oh my can gosh. I she would put it on our cry. IMDb. She, yeah, she could add to it. But I think other than that, the only big T, the only confirmation, we already knew this, but I think the only other big thing from uh, Housewives was they did finally confirm that Shannon and John, her boyfriend, um, had officially broken up right after taping. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. hmm. All that shit she talked about, how great the relationship was. I guess it all came out now, huh? Oh, and we haven't talked about her getting arrested for her DUI. Ah, karma, man. When she comes in, <laughs> when she comes in, she comes in strong. I'm sure when Gina woke up to that news, Gina was like, oh, motherfucker. Like, that's what you get. I hope they didn't take your kids. <laughs> well, I saw um, a thing on Instagram yesterday where Gina was on another podcast and she said, Honestly and wholeheartedly, it made her sad that she that that happened because um, I forget exactly what she what all she said, but she was like, I was genuinely really sad and heartbroken for Shannon because of all of the shit she talked about me and to Mm -hmm. see her have this downward spiral now um, was really hard for Gina. And she was like, I would be super hypocritical if I said anything negative about it, because she said while Shannon helped her in that moment that she needed a, like a lawyer and whatever, um, she said it would, she said, but what happened was after the fact, Shannon kept continuing to use that little bit of help that she gave Gina as a weapon. She said, so for mm-hmm. me to now sit here and throw stones would be me weaponizing it towards Shannon. And I can't do that. So classy. That was really classy of Gina. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that that was the best way that she could have handled it. But if her, like, do you, did she actually use the phrase downward spiral? I don't think she used that exact word. I can't remember. Okay. I I was like, is she Instagram? Cause I'm always, I'm almost like, is she alluding to the fact that like Mm -mm. more has happened and like, she's watching her go down this downward spiral. I'll be, I'll be interested. If you find that podcast again, you'll have to send it to me so that I can listen. Cause I would like to hear exactly how she stated Um, it because it it might be showing, it might be showing like hints towards the next season, like of this, like another bad mistake of watching her crumble. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And listen, this relationship breakup, this breakup is going to be really hard on Shannon because this was her yeah. first real relationship after her marriage. And yeah. I just feel like that's always the hardest. I think I was more heartbroken after 
my first relationship that ended after my my divorce. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's like after your divorce, you're just broken and then you find love again and it's refreshing. And then when that ends, it's like devastating, you know? So Mm -hmm. I'm sure that she may be struggling right now. Here it is. If you want to listen to it. Hi, 